Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Simmer down with Sean Simpson. Brady Kachuk with the tip. His 100th goal. It is 300th game, and it's a Gordie Howe hat trick to tie it. The sickest Ottawa Senators podcast. It's going to be sick. How we doing, Ottawa? Um, good to see you. Uh, two games this weekend, so uh, we'll have something to talk about Monday and uh, something to talk about today to get ready for those games. Um, hoping to have Simmer back Monday um, and get back to normal here. Just want to do a quick little rundown of the league last night. Uh, Panthers over the Canadians 5-1. Panthers are starting to be my favorite team in the East. Uh, I think they got the team to win. I think they have forwards, defensemen, and their goalies are playing well. So they're a team uh, that I think can do some serious damage. Bruins over the Sharks. Marshawn fighting a young lad again, uh, showing them what's what. Um they're starting to win games again. Uh, Sharks are holding in there. They're not as big of a disaster as they were at the start of the year. So that's always good to see. You don't want a complete uh, joke in the league, I don't think. Um, and uh, they're they're starting to win some games, and their young guys are playing well. Red Wings over the Blackhawks. Uh, starting to become a wagon here a little bit. Not that the 5-1 win is a huge thing um, in all things considered, but... They're starting to win games consecutively, and and they're going to be adding Patrick Kane. Um, they score by committee. They play a tight team game. Jake Wallman, underrated defenseman. I still think they need to add a defenseman on the back end uh, to help them kind of be a better team, but they have lots of room for uh, with cap space. So uh, I think that's a possibility. And if Stevie Y likes his team, he'll make a he'll make a run and a push for a guy. Uh, Penguins, Lightning. Penguins are interesting. They seem to win a couple, lose a couple. Uh, Jerry with a big goal. Exciting for the league. Something to talk about. Made it seem so effortless. Uh, yeah, and Nadelkovic scored one in the AHL, and he was cheering. Wanted him to go down the line, I think, for a little hand tap, but uh, he didn't do that. Devils, Flyers. Uh, Jack Hughes to Luke Hughes for a game winner. Uh, what a That's great for the sport. These three guys are so good for the sport, I think. Uh, maybe not the biggest guys, but they compete and and they're highlight reel every night. Uh, it's it's great to see. Um, their family's doing something right, I think. Maple Leafs over the Kraken. Mitch Barner coming on, I guess. Uh, Islanders over the Hurricanes. Islanders just so many goals these days, which is, I'm in disbelief, but okay, we'll roll with that. Oilers winning a 3-1 game over the Jets, who have been good. That's I'm here for it. Maybe the Oilers are turning a corner. Jump into the Wild, who also changed their coach, winning 6-1 over the Preds, who won seven in a row. Hey, do we get good things if we change a coach here? Um, Blues over the Sabres. Coyotes over the Avalanche. Kel McCarr just snapping that puck. But Coyotes win, and they seem to be doing a good job. Uh like I said, if I'm a fan of that fan of that team, I'm happy with their season. Flames win one over the Stars. Interesting goal to win. Uh, Golden Knights get back in the win column with a win over the Canucks, and the Capitals just seem to do their thing. So, um, good night in the league. 
Um, big a trade yesterday in the league, which I find an interesting trade because I, I would have thought they would have got more. So Nikita Zadorov from the Flames for a third and a fifth to the Vancouver Canucks. Would have thought you could just hold out a little bit and get something better. Um, I guess not because they made the trade. I would have thought Toronto could have offered something easily to match that. Um, but but they make the deal with for a third and a fifth, which is kind of strange to me. I think Nikita Zordorov is a guy that you want on your team. Um, obviously, we'd be over the cap with the Sens if he was on the Sens. Um, but there's a big guy that started in Buffalo, traded to Colorado in that Ryan O'Reilly deal, uh, goes to Chicago, goes to Calgary, really finds his home in Calgary. Uh, big guy. Those guys take time. We talk about that. The big guys really do take time um, before they're in their peak. They're usually on a couple different teams before they get there as well. So if I was a team, and that's something I think the Sens should be doing, but who's the next guy like that? You know, who's probably the guy that's gotten traded or, or is a free agent now that was okay with their former team that drafted them or, or another team, and then go and project him to be a pro on your team and, and, and be a good stable guy to help you. Um, I'm not sure who those guys are. I'll have to kind of do some research, but this guy is a, this guy's a player and he helps your team win. And, and when you look at the Sens, yeah, I'd like to have a little bigger back end on the bottom pair. Um, and he would fit that more perfectly. Chris Tanev obviously is probably going to be dealt next. Uh, Toronto, that would be right up their alley, I got to think. Third and a fifth, interesting deal, interesting deal. Um, Tonight, we got the Columbus Blue Jackets, who lost again this week after beating the Boston Bruins. Clark Kent Johnson is coming up. We'll be good to watch him. I think he has a ton of skill, oozes skill. Most guys, when they get sent down, they could kind of pout or sulk, and and he just went down there in 15 points in 10 games. He's a player, um, highly, highly, highly skilled, just if he can want it enough and put it all together to be an elite player, a star, and I think he has that in him. Um, the, the Blue Jackets are interesting. You know, they got Adam Fantilli, who I think is a great player, Marchenko, um, you know, on the back end, Wierenski, Boyquist, Yurkrich, Provorov. I like kind of what they're doing. Um, it's too bad they have Johnny Goudreau, who's really not giving it his best at all. Um, but you got you, you had to see that coming, I think. But I think Columbus saw the bright lights there with him and thought, hey, we can bring in a guy that typically wouldn't come to Columbus uh, has it worked out for them? No, probably not. Patty Laine, he's quite the enigma. Could score for fun if he wants to, but there he is just kind of going through the motion. So so I think they have some parts that are good, some parts that are bad. I think this should be an easy win for the Ottawa Senators if you're a good team. Um, will they go out and want it? You, you, every Every game is tough, but you have to go out and and compete and and if they do that i think they win this game easily corpus allo and nets revenge game maybe um happy he's healthy happy he's ready to go uh 
Forsberg, you know, it's been a little tough. Need some saves tonight, I'm sure. But overall, I think this should be a team win uh, that you score some goals and not let a bad team take advantage of you here. Um, that's what good teams do. They don't they don't allow a, a bad team to come in and and outplay them. So I think that's a, that's a big thing for them today, um, tonight. And then you roll into Seattle at home tomorrow, which is a tougher game. Typically wouldn't love that game coming home after being on the road. Seattle waiting here for you. But Seattle's been just okay this year. Uh, they top line of Jared McCann, Matthew Beneers, Jordan Eberle. Good, but not great. I think Ottawa's first line's better. And then you got Ellie Tovenin, Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord, great player. And Oliver Borgenstrand. Uh, um Vince Dunn, Adam Larson. I think that's a good top pair. Jamie Laskiak, Will Borgen, Buffalo Sabre pick. Brian Dumoulin, Justin Schultz. I think this team had a good little run last year. I don't think they're as good as that. Um, I think the Sens should, that's a game that the Sens should win again, but good coaching. So they stay in it. Um, it's a big weekend for the Sens here. They have two teams that they should win against, but we've seen what has gone on in the past here. So will they be able to handle it or not? I guess, um, we'll see. Um, for me today, there's not much to talk about other than just having to go to work and playing properly, managing the game. If you go up and score a goal, manage the game properly. Um, we keep talking about it, keep talking about it, keep talking about it, but that's what needs to happen realistically. Um, they are two teams that you should possess the puck against, two teams that you should be able to play against in your own zone properly. Uh, make a focus about it, and, and I think good things will happen. Um, Obviously, it'd be great if DJ could go on a run. I, no one wants to see them fail. So uh, if they could do that, great. Is it expected, though? Um, no, it's not. Um, today, we'll do a couple of questions. I think, I think we'll just do a quiet day here and then let them play their games and then reconvene on Monday and just kind of see where they're at. Um, we don't need to force anything here. Let the team play and, and come to us and see. Uh, Wayne McLean says, does Pinto sign for league minimum to finish the year or do they still need to move money out? I think they need to move money out, but I think Pinto signs for a lot cheaper here. If I was Pinto, I would just sign, get in the lineup, talk about it next year. Um, that's kind of really where I'm at with him. It's going to be hard for him to come back. I mean, we saw absolute stars like Willie, Nina, Willie Nylander, Attempt to play after sitting out, and it's really, really tough. I mean, guys are starting to get into midseason form here. Um, Pinto's a kind of a two-way guy, still shoots the puck. So I think, you know, he'll just be able to find his minutes okay, but still will be tough. Um, Greg and Kaslik to LTIR, which I thought that should happen yesterday. So everything's pretty easy here in Sensland, I think. Um, it's really just up to them playing the games. And are they going to be able to step up and play, be heavy on pucks, go to work? I think, you know, a little embarrassment of last game should lead them to caring and competing a little more. Um, I hope that's the case. 
if they don't do well in these two games, uh, you have a home game on Tuesday, I would look for maybe a coaching change there. But uh, it seems like the owners want to commit to that being patient, which which I understand, but the fans kind of seem to have enough. So um, do we have any other questions here? Want to throw some up and I'll read it. How much of the Sens' current issues are related to coaching versus poor team composition? Is this something that coaching change will solve, or is this team simply not as good as we've all led to believe? Um, I think this team is good. I think if you they score they there's they score their way out of games that they aren't playing great in. They have that high end skill. I compare to them Washington. You know, I think a lot of teams, they have more skill than, um, but don't win as many games right now. So I, I definitely think that's coaching. I'm willing to give the coaching uh, change a shot and see what these players do. We see Edmonton, it's worked for many. They're a completely different team. It's insane uh, after two games. So I'd like to see uh, with the coaching change, fresh, fa- fresh mind, fresh voice. DJ has been there for four and a half years. That's That's a long time for a coach. So. Think about that if you it was yourself. Would a change be good for you? Probably. Maybe a you know a fresh manager at work, feel a little rejuvenated. I think that's uh that's normal. Um let's do another one. Uh Capulano runs the D and has been here five years. How can we not clear house for all supporting cast to DJ? The assistants are the best in class. They worked for what Eugene Malnick would pay. So in theory, I agree. Uh, my problem is I think DJ's on the hot seat, so you're not going to give him two new assistants right now. Uh, I would say if you are hiring a new coach, I think you definitely verify who he would like to bring in for his assistant coaches. I think you need to make a strong decision with this with those assistant coaches. The cap obviously allows how many good players you can have, but if you can spend for good assistant coaches, I think that gives you a leg up in this league. Um, who those guys are, I'm not sure, but I think I'd love like to have one real good defensive guy and one young guy who's a little forward thinking. Um, yeah, let's do another one. Where are your thoughts on Sanderson on the right? I'm thinking uh, serious consideration should be looked into evaluating Shabbat and Chikrin. Can we afford three eight million defensemen? Uh, I agree. Team team composition. You're probably looking for a right hand shot defenseman. Probably I would like a guy that's bigger, harder to play against in that time in that slot too. That can penalty kill. That can take care of his own end and let the other guys. Um, do their thing. So when you look at Vancouver, they have Quinn Hughes and Philip Ronick. Um, small, but Hughes is obviously insanely dynamic. Great with the puck. Ronick can fire the puck and is also good with the puck. And then they round it out with four big D that just kind of take care of business. And, and I kind of like that. Just get, get pucks up to your center, wingers easily, let them go to work and um, I think that's kind of maybe the next step we have here in Ottawa to do. That said, 
I mean, you have three really good D's, so you're not making a trade for the sake of a trade. You're just, you know, you're you're getting something good back. I'd much rather they'll have a good coach and, and see these players go through the rest of the year, then make the decision. Uh, if you trade Shabbat right now, Chikarin's going to ask for even more money. So I think you got to take care of business and 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 make the right decision at the uh, in the off season. Can we do another one? Does Pinto sign for league minimum? Just talked about that. I think so. I think you just sign for league minimum, get in the games, and then reconvene next year and figure that out. However, um, obviously this hasn't been ideal for Shane Pinto uh, going through th going through some shit, I guess. Um, maybe it works out for the Sens not having to pay him what uh, Pinto originally thought. Do we have another one? Sens are already out of the playoffs in my estimation. But curious, how many points will they garner in December? Thinking 14 to, add to their 16 in October and November. Um, it'll be interesting. This team seems to want to play every second night, which I don't blame them. So they say that. Will they actually want to? Will they show that? Will they do it? That's another question. Uh, getting in, getting healthy again. We're going to have Greg back uh, shortly, Catholic back shortly, Shabbat back. Let's let's see where this team goes. Um, I'm not going to make any quick decisions, but this team they could if they could play like they did at the start of the year, um, they'll pick up some points. But uh, that there's no guarantees on that at all. Um, let's do another one. I've always thought the Sens lacked in pro scouting department and finding good pros to fill out their team. Do you foresee this changing soon? Um. Yeah, it's something that I see people talk about all the time. Uh, you don't know how much the prior GM and the future GM are involved in making those decisions with the pro scouting. Pro scouting could maybe, and I'm not saying that this happened, pro scouting could have recommended a guy, but the GM says, no, I want this guy, because the GM watches the league, right? They're always watching their team play and other teams play. So um, they might have said, you know, I'd rather this guy. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm going to allow the new GM with the new pro scouting to see if uh, how things turn out. I think I'm willing to I'm willing to do that. If I think to see if there's any changes, um, it all starts at the top, right? So they could give different directions, and and these scouts maybe find different types of players. But I think they I think what the Sens have next is just getting rid of those worst players for better players on the bottom pair, the bottom two lines. When you look at even Florida, that fourth line is just big and tough to play against. And uh, I think that's what you're striving to get to as a team. Um, let's do another one. At this point, with no coaching change, do you think Steve and Mike are going to run with DJ for the entire year or at least until the playoffs are completely out of the picture? Yeah, um, I think the next home set, like the, the rest of these games here till Tuesday will tell us the picture. Um, if if the Sens if the Sens don't do well here and they keep DJ, it, it looks like then they'll probably look to keep him for the rest of the year, which um, I've mentioned I don't agree with because I would like the bad habits to be fixed right now. Uh 
If you don't do that right now, then you're starting to do that in training camp, and then you're behind the eight ball again. So I'd like to get my ducks in a row here this this season with a new coach, breaking those bad habits, having the players understand how the new coach would like to play. Maybe it's not perfect, but then you're going into camp that much more prepared. I think that would be a, a good thing for this team. But is the, is the owners willing to do that? I'm not sure. Only time will tell with that. Would we like to do a, another one? Hey, Justin, you're doing a great, great, uh, you're doing great, man. Amazing insights. Could you see Norris playing the wing and Greg being a second line center, Pinto's third line center? Imagine Norris, Pinto, Batherson, third line, Kublik, a fourth. Well, that's where, that's when you look at a healthy lineup, that's where, that's why it's hard. You're like, okay, if this lineup's healthy, it looks a lot better than having Chartier on the third line, you know? So that's, I want to see them healthy again. Getting Shabbat back, I think, is a big addition. Getting Greg back would be a massive addition. And then Pinto, obviously. I mean, I massive Pinto fan. Plays the game how I like a guy to play. Greg, obviously, just a scout son. What a player. A uh, great pick. But, yeah, I want to see the team healthy. Um, that said, you know, it's gone on for a while. I think there is change to be to be needed and uh but if they could play their way out of it i'm here for it i don't want anyone to get fired so um if they can play their way out of it all the best all right let's do another off ice suspensions don't count against the cap should this so should uh, pinto not be signed and getting him up to game speed in belleville not nhl speed but better than coming off the couch so that one's different because they kind of made a deal together, right? Like they've made, this has never happened in the NHL and it seems like they made a deal together about how this works. Um, so this is a little different, little different. I'm not sure, not sure how they decided that or what went into that process, but they're definitely, they, they got together and came up with a deal that suits everyone. Um, yeah, not sure, not sure where that leads. I mean, you don't want Pinto coming in without any practices, jumping into a game, and you're gonna wonder what the hell's going on, right? Like, so that that will be interesting if he can get some practices first. Going to HL, I, I doubt that's a thing. Um, but would I love him practicing with the team right now? Sure, but I guess that's not uh, realistic with the suspension. Um if Pinto signs for the minimum, is it the cap it prorated? Yes. Uh, same as same as uh, Patrick Kane, his, what he signed for two two something, two point six five maybe, and prorated, it's going to be about uh, two million. So yeah. Jeff Fletcher was it my father who drafted Zadorov? No, he traded him though in the Ryan O'Reilly deal. But these big D, this is this is my inner battle. You are what you draft. So do you want to draft small defensemen that never play in the playoffs or for a good team? Or do you want to draft big defensemen that are probably going to play for another team before they're at their peak? It's interesting. Um, if I was a GM, I would look into this way more. 
Um, maybe a deficiency in the market where you can get some def defensive defensemen at a good cost, knowing they're coming into their prime. Zadorov's one, uh, you know, good Branson, maybe even two. Like these guys take time. Um, yeah. Uh, let's do another one. Historically, under Dorian, the Sens haven't been very good with the pro scouting side. Do they have the scouting pieces in place to see the future potential of those big YD men? Uh, I'm going to let them see every, every, it all starts at the top, right? So, so every boss is different. Um, so Steve Steos might, you know, challenge the scouts to look for something else. I don't know. Um, it's a good question. I think if you're a good organization, you're always looking to find out how to get better, how to get ahead of other teams. Um, I think that should be natural. Um, those pro scouts guys, I like, I like when you talk hockey with them, they obviously know what they're doing. So, um, I, I like to think they'll find a guy here or two, um, in the next year to help round out the roster. They found some good guys in Europe. They always found college guys. Um, they, they found some good NHLers too. I mean, remember that Kyle Turris trade? Craig Anderson, there's guys. You're not going to hit on all of them if you're if you're trying to get better. Um, but at least you're making an effort to get better. So um, let's do another one. Sanderson played his offside yet. Which one should play the offside, Shabbat or Sandy? I think Sandy might be less impacted by it. Yeah, he, he moves so well, so, so I think that's fair. Yesterday I saw in the drills they were going back and forth. If, and this is me talking a little, not out of my ass, but in a perfect world, maybe you have D, like if you have two lefties and so one has to play the right side, in a perfect world, maybe you, they both can play where they are on the ice. So if, 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 if they both could play the right side a little, then you just kind of fill in that just natural flow of the game, whatever one's over there kind of thing. Uh, I think you have to have a guy that you say that's that's his side, but if both guys can kind of just do their thing, like I talked about two centermen on a line, you know, who, first guy back and just play that center role and you feel comfortable um, in your defensive end doing that. Maybe it's the same with uh, with the with defensemen. I think that in a perfect world, that's where the game goes. That they could, you can just play any position on the on the on the ice. But naturally, if you're a right hand shot, it's going to be easier to you know keep the puck in on the blue line. All those little things. Um, yeah, um, I think that's good enough for today. We've had a good week. Um, it's been a little. It's been fun navigating it. Thank you for all the questions. Um, but I'm really just interested in seeing these guys play tonight and tomorrow and, and kind of come back and, and reconvene and decide how we feel after this. Um, guys got to come out hard. Uh, last, last week was, uh, or last two, last Monday was a little embarrassing. So they got to come out hard, got to come ready to play. And, and, and really that's it. Um, we can talk about the coach, but at the end of the day, the players have to, step up as well here this is the nhl this is the national league they gotta they gotta play 
they got to come to play. They got contracts on the line. Um, they got their their just their respect, their pride on the line too. So um, yeah, I want to see that out of them. Uh, two wins would be uh, then you're not out of it, not out of it at all. So and then you have to have a good December. So um, cutting it a little bit short. Hopefully we have Sean on Monday. Um, I hope everything's good with him. Um, appreciate your patience with everything. And uh, hopefully a couple wins this weekend and uh, enjoy your weekend. Cheers. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Simmer Down with John Simpson on YouTube, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.